wait, is this person a fucking anti-vaxxer? And their concern was actually mandating it before it's actually ready. Um, which I don't think Biden would mandate I don't, I don't it. think uh, he's, his goal is to mandate anything, right? I don't, no. yeah, I don't think he'll be doing anything. He went to bed at 9 a.m. today. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, at 9.30 a.m. What? Like, mm, I've had enough. <laughs> he called it a day today at 9.30. Wow. <laughs> It was done. You put a, I believe they said, put a lid on it. <laughs> he said, hey, Mac, those police taser shields better be working. I paid a lot of money for them. Oh, boy. I, I got to new words for my Biden mm. roasting. I don't know. What, I yeah, got nothing. Malarkey got is all I have. Cracker Cheese Jack, and crackers. Malarkey. That LAPD heat ray sure is something, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, they, they sure don't. Like uh, they sure don't make them make the you fridge. you you don't make them like they used to, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imitating his speech patterns, but I don't actually have a Biden impression in me because I haven't tried it enough. Yeah. Uh, if mm. they if they let him out of the Biden cave enough, uh, I'll I'll develop one over time. But I just they, they, they let him, him out a... like a couple weeks ago, and he ended up playing Despacito at like a. <laughs> Off his uh, phone, like Despacito off a phone speaker. Well, is that like I the least read, offensive? That they it was so sad. I read the article, and apparently he does that at all his. Like they had like Springsteen at one rally, and he played a Springsteen <laughs> song. So he's been doing this bit for years. Or okay, something. a bit where he goes up to the mic and plays a song off his phone, which is a bit I yeah. wish I had thought of first. Uh, all right. you're such such a showman. It was it was framed to me as if like oh he's talking about Hispanic votes so now he's playing exactly Despacito. yes so that guy was speaking later at the uh, the event so it's not oh, a, okay. I had to look into it because just like you guys I was so baffled that he would do something <laughs> all right like all right that. this is this is like <laughs> to appeal this is to better. it's still fucking hilarious but it's okay yes it's stupid but he's known for doing this so <laughs> okay. dumb thing. Uh, man, I hope that I finally get to run for president after testing the experimental CIA weapon that turns my brain into rice pudding. Like, uh, you know, it sure seems like uh, sure seems like he's having a great time up there. I'm reading an article now that uh, it said he didn't. It wasn't his choice to go to bed. He walked into a, a glass room and they put a blanket over it, and he just <laughs> <laughs> a glass box. And he just stayed in there. He thought it was nighttime. Like a fucking dog cage. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird when you see I, this, the Secret Service guys with um, T-bone steaks on uh, fishing rods, leading them around. <laughs> uh, I saw one of those guys in dark sunglasses holding a, a pie that was wafting an aroma, and he was just kind of floating along it through the air. Yeah, somebody uh, switched a sign he was walking by, so he went the other way. <laughs> Listen here, Mac. I don't know who painted that tunnel on this wall. <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of this. When he's walking off stage, they have to quickly build uh, the rest of the stage around him so he doesn't fall. All right. More babies stay out. <laughs> steel girders everywhere? I don't understand. Yeah, he was... <laughs> How often are you thinking about babies stay out? Oh, constantly. <laughs> Your life depends on the show where we do something different every single week, and we forgot to sync our audio tracks by clapping. Oh, fuck! Wow, <laughs> how many weeks have we been doing this? 
<laughs> it's after the it's like we've been doing this for like chicken nugget weeks. thing we all have sodium poisoning we <laughs> yeah. don't have to oh do my this God. shit anymore. so all right three two one clap clap that's it that was right clap Clappy that little part. tiny part right before i said <laughs> okay, it was a thank off. you thank you thank you um i was a little late so uh this week we are taking a listener suggestion that's right this is andrew's episode and he asked that we do the 2020 anime keep your hands off izuken izuken in this case basically meaning film club or film association and we'll explain a little bit more about that uh in the second segment but the reason that he suggested it is something that stuck with us which is that it is an anime that it is not embarrassing to recommend to somebody uh which i can absolutely appreciate uh now let me introduce my co-hosts here though with some uh choice quotes from the show we have uh Cry every, crying every night in the bath about how big the universe is. We have Seb. That's me! <laughs> I do that! You don't even need to run the water if you do it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually don't take baths. I only take showers, so I, I have to cry my, my eyes out to actually take a bath. Yeah, you gotta fill it up. Yeah, I gotta we have, fill it up. We have Alex, who knows that there's it's nothing exfoliate. fun about social media. Mm, that's true. It's cancer. It's bad. <laughs> don't look at it. Do not look directly at directly, the post. Directly, anyway. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about keep your hands uh, off, keep your eyes off those posts. Wow! Jesus. Don't read the takes. Do not read the takes. Do not look directly at the takes. Uh, uh, we have someone who's always wanted to do something that never didn't cost any money. Cam. That's right. And now I'm doing. I'm living it every day. <laughs> Sitting on the couch is free, except for the end of the month. <laughs> but for now, it's, it's, it's free. And I'm your host, Nick, and I try to do a Hadouken every night before bed. <laughs> Does it work? Uh, no success yet, but I think, I'm thinking of trying, uh, trying the Ansatsuken. Uh, mm. Try tonight. a Shoryuken. Uh, half circle back. I think that'll be a little easier. Yeah. Try the Blanca Ball next time. That might work. <laughs> I don't want to have to repaint my wall if that works. Or walk back for that long. There's uh, a yeah. crouch. Yeah, I suppose. Um, anyway, uh, we'll save our Street Fighter jokes for another time. <laughs> but um, we've got... I wanted to talk about non-embarrassing anime because we get comments from people that we know about this show every time we do an anime episode that's like, oh, it's an anime episode. I can skip this one. Mm -hmm. And I know why yeah. that is. <laughs> I know why that is. It's because they have this idea. They saw a poster for... Uh, slayers in FYE in the year 2005 and they've never let it go and so I, I would just like people to know Slayers in 2005? I was just get, using an example it was an old poster um, <laughs> it was an old hot topic <laughs> or Spencer's what did you say? It's inaccurate Nick <laughs> unrealistic I don't believe you okay fine uh, this, what is this fantasy world that we're hypothesizing <laughs> Posters. Uh, they poster opened, they opened the wrong page of Ranma one half and only saw the boobs. No, they only so, saw one half. There we. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finish it at least. They saw that thing from High School DXD or High School of the Dead where uh, the the bullet goes through the tits as uh, they move back the and classic. forth. There we go. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they saw that and they're like, "This anime is the stupidest medium ever created, and, and right. I do not need to watch anything from it." And even if they are right. I think that there's a lot of good in there. And, you know, we're going to talk about some of that on this episode. We talked about that on past episodes. And I wanted to get the, uh, you know, the 
other hosts' opinions on what you think something, a non-embarrassing anime is that you can show to people. You know, something that's not, we're looking for something that's like non-shonen, right? Because we like a lot of shonen. Like, I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but you can't show that to somebody who doesn't watch anime. It's th- too much at once, you know? It's it's like, yeah. it's, it's, you gotta work gonna, them up yeah, to it. I don't know. It, you're going to short out yeah, the circuits. It depends, but yeah, generally, yeah. Plus think, that I first season show- is, is weird compared I, to the I, rest of the... I mean, I was also going to say that, like, shonen in general is hard because, like, it, it plays into people's stereotypes about anime. They're like, oh, all this shit is either titty, tentacle, hentai, or Dragon Ball. And it's like, you want to show them something that isn't either of those things. Or big-headed... Yeah. yeah. Big-headed... I think uh, shonen is also girls. very long in most cases. Yes, that's true. Uh, For yeah, it's hard to sell somebody on something that's over 100 episodes. Guy who yeah. wants to punch all the so, people... That's a very shonen, accurate description the, of shonen. That's what he does. Yeah, the show the word shonen uh, means like a young boy or like a adolescent boy in Japanese, so it's kind of targeted towards. Yeah, it's technically a demographic. That age of people, and you can yeah, it's right. a demographic. As to a, shonen has a come genre to mean. It, it has come to mean something specific when people refer it's to kind it of like with the genre. Ad, adventure action, yeah, sort of thing most of the time. Yeah, people kind of use it in that way. And so that makes it a little hard to... Like, I love, 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 love One Piece. We did a whole mini-sode about it last time. I think it's wonderful. But not only is the anime uh, ridiculous, but you cannot introduce anyone to anything with that. Like, it's just not it's just not feasible. Or, or Naruto, or, or Dragon Ball, or Bleach, or Yu Yu Hakusho, or regardless of how good or bad any of those things are, it's just not a good, like entry point to someone who doesn't or isn't already able to process that kind of art style you know and not just immediately write it off as as stupid bullshit yeah it confirms a lot of thoughts about that you would have about anime mm-hmm. if you're like oh yeah this is what i thought it was if you started watching yeah it's that. got the ridiculous like powers it's got the fan service <clears throat> girls it's you know mm-hmm. so, so segments where they just stare enough. at each other so what's what's yeah. some stuff that isn't that guys um, Does anybody have one off the top I mean, of their head? Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I got no, one. I got, we're I got we're asking uh, our so listeners. <laughs> I think that um, I think that uh, there is kaiji is is one for me because it's so the opposite of what people think anime looks like, right? Where people are like, oh, it's the big head, the big eyes, uh, the, mm-hmm. the spiky hair, and you get this like just sharp angled uh like goblin nose razor sharp chin looking motherfucker and dorito he's like man. he's in it yeah dorito man in a life or death uh game of rock paper scissors and it's like oh shit i can get behind this you know uh like it's it's somebody who starts the anime in massive debt that isn't his fault and as americans i think we can all like uh, uh. kind of gel with that <laughs> What school did he go to? <laughs> no, the school of uh, hard yeah. knocks, man. Oof, I think I went there. <laughs> but that's Jack. something that stands out. Uh, that's something that stands out to me. Definitely, there are other things as well. I mean, I think that, um, like, movies are almost cheating because a lot of anime movies kind of get are able to get you in in a way that series are not. Yeah, and like, they, I mean, they Ghibli, side, of course. Yeah, is, they sidestep a lot of tropes and stuff usually too. Unless yeah, they're connected Ghibli, to a series, Mizaki movies are big. They're big. not not usually tied up in a lot of the stuff that TV anime is. Yeah, that's mm. true. You don't have to deal with it. Like the money is for the most part already there. Like they they were able to afford this thing that they're making right now, whereas uh, a lot of TV anime is not. And you gotta like go like, hey, well, people either gotta buy the Blu-rays or 
they got to buy the the merch or they got to you know support <laughs> us in some other way like whereas a movie a movie is funded the same way a movie is always funded it's like people put up the the cash up front and then they put it in the box office right like you want people to see it so it should probably be good and communicate the idea of what people want as opposed to just being you know whatever a, bunch, a collection of clichés all thrown together yeah um mm. And yeah, it, and the exhausting shonen kind of journey to be the strongest and the coolest it doesn't really work in a movie because it's a shorter right runtime than forty episodes of a season or something. Right, absolutely. And um, so in that vein, of that. Uh, one of my favorites is um, is Redline, which I brought yes. up plenty of times. Mm. The first fifteen minutes of Redline is the best car chase scene in any film. Yeah, scene. it's like, it's, it's one of the one of the best uh, like hooks in a in an anime yeah. thing I've seen. I think mm-hmm. if you're on board for what you see in the first ten minutes of the movie, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, you know, there's like really no buy-in if you can sit down for ten minutes. <laughs> Absolutely, it's it's incredible, and it's something. It's like you can put it on at a fucking party. You can like it's one of the. It's like, can you imagine how embarrassing it would be to put on some anime at a party? Can you imagine what it would be like mm. if like, if you look None up... of us have done that. Well, no, no, no. All right. Let, let's say an, a party that doesn't include, like, us, right? Ah. Like, <laughs> like you're going I've to never a party and none of the co-hosts are there. Yeah, in theory. You know, and, like, you, and you're like, oh, I'm going to put something on in the background and people can turn to it and look at it if they want to. And, like, you know, I love this anime, but if you put Konosuba on there, people are going to walk out of the party, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's, it's just going to happen. Like, I, I find that show very enjoyable and funny, but they're going to take uh, one look at Aqua's design and be like, is she wearing underwear oh, or not? Oh, it's the titty and girl. The answer, <laughs> and the answer to your question, which I, regardless of what your answer is, they're probably going to leave the room. So, like, mm-hmm. Redline is something that does that uh, fucking uh, Sword of the Stranger, of course, which, again, you can go, it might play on people's racist stereotypes a little bit because, of course, it's like, ah, oh, Japan, they, they make a samurai thing. And, yeah, but right. it's... It moves so well, and it's just like a good samurai yeah. story. It's kind of like a it's yeah. it's a little actiony. So like that would be one if I yeah, I'd, I'd have to gauge the room if they were predisposed That's to true. enjoying that kind of thing. right right yeah. But yes, right. that if is you, all, that is a great film. Want... Right. Um, um, I also think, um, like you said, Nick, it's kind of cheating. But Satoshi Kon films, I think most of them, maybe not Paprika, but most of them, I think you could show to a lot of people who don't like anime, like. Um, if somebody's into psychological thrillers, you can show on Perfect Blue. If somebody's mm-hmm. into, you know, just kind of uh, bibli- biographic films, mm-hmm. uh, biographical films, maybe Millennium Actress, even though it's not like a real biography. Um, I mean, uh, Tokyo you know. Godfathers is a staple for us oh, yeah. around Christmas. Yeah. Like, that's just, yes. a, it's just a great Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah that one's just one. great. I don't think I've seen that. That's good. We'll oh, have to watch it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah, we got to watch that. Um, another, yeah, be, uh, while we're still shouting out movies and stuff, um, I think, um, Wolf Children is another good one. I think it's, mm-hmm. there's a, a touch of buy-in because, uh, people have, uh, preconceived notions about, uh, what a wolf person, uh, means in an anime. Yeah. Thing. It's kind yeah. of like, but, that goes into like, are these furries yes, territory? Right, but, right. We can't watch it if George is there yes. because he gets a little, he gets absolutely. a little like shiver going up his spine. <laughs> But, uh, but, but otherwise, it's a fine yeah, movie. that's absolutely a, a fantastic movie. I think a lot of people. Could uh, I ran into it. another problem watching it with Emily, which is that she hates children. Mm. So, <laughs> which is a different problem than you might have with other things. Yes. Uh, but I still think it was a fine movie. 
Uh, but she's like, these kids are so annoying, and I fucking hate looking at them. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess wolf. I get it. <laughs> no to the children. Um, but uh, we were talking about Satoshi Kon a second ago, and he mm-hmm. made an, uh, a, an anime series that is one of my favorite ever, which is uh, Paranoia Agent. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is structured basically the same way all these fucking uh, streaming service dramas are. All these prestige TV fucking 13-episode-a-season uh, dramas are structured the exact same way as Paranoia Agent, but much worse. And I, I would just... I think that in that way, uh, you can get... Like, it's just, like, an adult drama with real characters going through situations that are animated in an interesting way. Like, you yeah. know, the first one is, oh, this the, the artist has to draw a mascot character, but she can't live up to her previous success, and she doesn't know what to do. And she can't make something that's that's cute. She has trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's that's the first... That's where it starts, and it, like, goes more from there into different other problems people have. Yeah, that's and, I, that's uh, that's an interesting one. I, I really like how that kind of comes together, too, because it's... It, oh, when, yeah. when it's presented, it's seemingly pretty... Like, pretty episodic and disconnected, uh, each mm-hmm. of the characters that they kind of focus on for an individual is that, episode. Is that the one with the guy with the bat? Yes, yes. Is that's that the one. That? Okay. Um, it's got half of this segment there. is going to be me half remembering yes. uh did i see that <laughs> <laughs> i think you walked watched in while i was things. watching it yeah. Cal. i think i've seen i've i've also listened to a podcast about it so it makes me think i've seen it when i actually have it mm-hmm. also has one of my favorite opening sequences too there's a really oh, really amazing, really haunting amazing, amazing opening. Uh, animation in there it sets the tone mm-hmm. perfectly <laughs> um uh, the, the things that people go to, if you ask a bunch of anime nerds, like, what do I show my girlfriend, boyfriend, mom, brother, whatever, uh, dog. To, uh, to, who, uh, dog who who doesn't like anime or doesn't know about anime, like, what do I show them to get them into it? The first answers that you're always going to get are fucking, uh, like, Bebop, right? Like, that's, yeah, that, that's I was going to say Cowboy Bebop. Up. I, I think it also it depends on what genres that person is already into. Absolutely. You can't just um, show everyone Bebop, even though you should show everyone Bebop. But I mean, like, it's yeah, not going to be... Yeah, everyone should like Bebop. It's not going to work equally on everyone, is what I mean. It's yeah, a pretty if, anime if you're into, like, if somebody's into sci-fi, it's probably going to be way easier to get them into anime. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, like, the, sci-fi used to have an anime block. Um, Ergo Proxy oh, yeah. was on there. I don't know that I would show that mm-hmm. to everybody, but it was on, it <laughs> yeah, was on sci-fi. That's a, that's a heady <laughs> yeah. one to, to start with. Yeah. Um, same um, with Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. I love that one, but I wouldn't. I don't know yes. if I. I think you got to have some buy-in for that. I think. The, it's like, I think the movie are you ready? Might be a decent, decent spot to go. If if you if you gauge uh, maybe gauge their interest and they like, yeah, if somebody like Blade Runner or something, I'd be like, oh, absolutely, yeah. go watch. Speaking of movies from that era, and speaking of Blade Runner, fucking Akira. Yeah. That's, that's another yeah, one where it might be cheating to say that, but like, lots of people who have never seen another anime in their lives have seen Akira and go, yeah, that's just a good movie. Yeah. Like it's just. You know, people just mm-hmm. like it. Because it's, it's great. What are you going to say about Akira? Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Um, I just watched, finally, the entirety of um, Summer Wars with Big. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's um, another great one. That's a good, that's and, a good family uh, one. I think if you have, if yeah, you have it, brothers like, it, and it sisters literally, or a, an extended family, yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people could connect with. Yeah, yeah uh, there's like the, the big was I anime. I um, fell asleep. It's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's the big anime battle in Did there, kind of. <laughs> no. But it, the whole film, like, the film as a whole, focuses on the family, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that's relatable to pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um, so like, even if you're like really not into it, like into the battle part, you can definitely see, you know, the family dynamic is fun. Um, mm. so I I had actually. For years, I'd only seen the very end of the movie because I'd end up going to Bink's house like at the end of her like little <laughs> anime parties, and it would be at the end of the movie, and so I'd see like the last like 
15 minutes. I'd never watched it. And then finally we sat down to watch a movie the other day and I was like, I should probably finish this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so that, that one's good. Another one that I like that um, it, it's another thing where like uh, you, you'd have to gauge kind of what they're into. Um, but I, uh, I really like uh, Bacano as somebody who likes mm. mob stories and uh, generally likes that kind of uh, New York uh, gangster setting. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that is totally up in my alley and would be even if I didn't like anime, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> immortal train gangsters, pretty much. Which is... Uh, immortal train, yeah. train It's very fun. Um, I would say um, if somebody likes detective stuff or somebody likes uh, sci-fi stuff or both, um, Psychopaths could be a good one. Yeah, It's kind of... There, there's some gory oh, yeah. scenes. And it's, it's, um, there's some gory but, stuff in there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so they have to be okay yeah. with that. But yeah, overall, the first season of Psychopaths is really yeah. good. I Every- watched the first season, the first episode of the second season. Don't watch yeah. that. Everything else, Psychopaths is a mixed bag at best. But that first mm-hmm. season is mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. You know, um, what got me really hooked, one of the things that got me to look more on anime and did the thing from this show where like the, the scenery rises up around you uh, was uh, Spirited Away when when mm-hmm. I first watched that. Mm-hmm. And that was like a chance pickup at, at, you know, the movie rental store. Oh, yeah. Uh, old, good old Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Some popcorn was, chicken, KFC. That, was a, that is a wonderful, wonderful film. Not everyone likes that one as, as much as the next one. Of course, uh, Ghibli and Miyazaki specifically, uh, you can you can basically take your pick. Yeah. Like, uh, they're all so good. Absolutely. Um, we we all like uh, Porco Rosso. Yep. We all love Spirited Away, we, Castle mm-hmm. in the Sky. C- all covered Wind Rises um, for the I podcast. Think... That's right. We yeah. did cover Wind Rises for the podcast, and that was a fun one too. Maybe it would be cheating to say like, oh, if you show it to a little kid. I mean, little kids are going to watch whatever you put in front yeah, of them. Yeah, little kids are going to be more yeah, accepting like of whatever. Uh, yeah. Depending so on I was going to say them, you might Cat Returns forever. Oh, yeah. is a good Cat thing you could one, put yeah. a little kid in front of. Oh, yeah. What a wonderful um, movie. Oh, another yeah. another one we covered for the show, Tech on Kingcrete is a fun one if you – yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that uh, that just, one can be weird. That one's kind of weird. I, but I, I think, was going to mention another. Um, sorry, just to go along with, because uh, I'm I'm working around the prompt. We've we've changed it just a mm-hmm. touch. But um, I if we're mm-hmm. talking stuff that doesn't have anything that I would consider objectionable, I would say that that fits. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I watched. Um, me and my brother went and stayed with my oldest brother and and his wife one time, um, at their place. Well, my parents went off and did whatever. So we watched, um, we went and rented a couple movies. We watched Steam Boy. Oh, um, yeah, that's good. Which is a pretty okay yeah. movie. So if, if they're into, you know, steampunk, fantasy, whatever, Steam Boy's a good one, I think. Um, I know a lot of people who spend a lot of time on the computer and still don't like anime. And to them, I would say, watch Serial Experiments Lane. Because it is that might be too weird. I don't know. That's not a good one. That's not a good one. As someone who has seen that, that's one of what. Um, that's one of the ones Bank will describe as pretentious. You know, Bank loves loves you know Uh Satoshi Khan and stuff, but Uh she'll she'll describe it as a pretentious anime, and so is Ergo (laughs) Proxy, and it gets way up its own ass. Even though I think uh, Serial Experience Lane doesn't do it in such a way where you're like, ah, shut up. Yeah, it's not. I was watching more of it lately, and it makes me think of like. It makes me think of people, or myself even, who are spending a lot of time isolated for whatever reason and mm-hmm. kind of getting absorbed into their own head and, and like like the words on the screen are, ta- are meaning a little too much to you. 
Yeah, and, uh, I that's... I have a, a print of uh, Cyril Experience Lane where she's like hooked up to all her computers and and stuff like yeah. that, kind of staring at you from her room. I put in it like in the hallway. By screens. Yeah, I I put it in the hallway where you go into me and Binks' rooms because that's nice. what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm surrounded by wires right now. Like if I got up, if yeah, got up and I, ran, I, I would knock like Plugged three things in. over. I'm locked. The Plugged fuck out. Thing. I think, um, does um, anyone have any more like series? Yeah, while we're yeah, while we're on this, I'm, I'm probably going to bring it up in the body of the episode anyway because this um, anime that we're covering, uh, Aizoken, is um, made by one of my favorite creatives that d- makes anime. Oh, absolutely! Um, and a lot of a lot of um, Masaaki USA's stuff is um, very different from what you would normally expect out of anime. I wouldn't say all of it is mm-hmm. entry level. But I would it say... It doesn't fit with the house style. Yes, I would say all of it yeah. is very different. Uh, um, one that I would suggest, and I think is similar to Aizoken in the sense that uh, the environments are really creative, uh, is uh, Kaiba, which is more of a uh, sci-fi kind of dystopia story uh, about... It's about the guy from Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes. <laughs> um, no, it's about... a. Um, the technology has uh, been developed that lets people uh, store all of their memories on little chips that go in their head. Uh, and you can, uh, so basically the rich can live forever and uh, the poor are uh, meant to suffer underneath them. Uh, and wow, it's uh, escape is yeah, it's it's real life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a really cool, like the first eight or so episodes is mostly just exploring this world through little episodic vignettes as we follow the character through. Uh, and it's some of the strongest like single episode storytelling I've seen in out of anime. Uh, but a lot of really whimsical, very uh, bleak and depressing, but beautiful animation. It uh, looks unlike a lot of stuff I've ever seen. It's very <laughs> rounded in kind of like an Astro Boy way, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna look it up. It's it's very cool. I highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But that's more of a, a step good... up, I would say. Why? That's not a well, that's something got... you show anybody. <laughs> yeah. I got I got one more uh, like kind of little genre thing to peek into, and that is if you're looking for um, something that's kind of more lighthearted comedy to show somebody, because I mean that's that might be something to to kind of break the ice. Go like, hey, let's put on something goofy, you know, while we watch food. We don't have to worry about it too much. You don't got to pay too close attention to it. Just enjoy it. Um, is it Nichijou? Uh, I was going to bring that up, but I was at first I was actually going to bring okay. up something that uh, Andrew showed me when we were both in high school, which is Cromartie High School. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which is a very very I've much like of. a. It starts out like a, you know. This guy's like, oh, I got put in the delinquent high school by mistake, and it's just like all like very goofy jokes. Uh, from then on, it's very like as much as Cam and I uh, both love Pop Team Epic. You you need some buy-in. You got in, you got yeah. to already know, right? Mm-hmm. You got to already know. I think that's uh, that's one that's kind of tapped into like uh, internet internet poisoning humor right. too. I think I think if, you, if you're a Twitter person, yeah. I think that you would still enjoy that. Yeah, but yeah, you might have already seen Mario some of the, the the yeah. Mm-hmm. You might have already seen some of the clips from it. Your motherfucking life ends thirty minutes from now, and then just the clock slowly ticks <laughs> forward. Nothing happens. Or just her um, nodding and saying, "Ah, I understand now." And the, the box above her that says she does not understand. understand. <laughs> Hunky skank <Horny> ranking. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a great <laughs> fucking show. I might have to watch that again. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Really um, and then, of course, I am going to bring up uh, Nietzsche Joe, which is uh, maybe a little a little harsher. Like, I don't know if it's, it's uh, as good for a first it's, anime. It's but weirder, it's but I think the, the way it plays stuff up is a way that people can relate to. Like, um, when one of the characters, mm-hmm. she draws, like, manga, and it's embarrassing. So she, she goes through any, right. like, She's embarrassed fucking... by it, just like we are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that... or then uh, the dog. Um, one of the other characters gets bitten by a dog, and she screams, and it like um, the you effect. Know, the is, scream destroys it the town. Fires a the, beam like... into the into the atmosphere and into space yeah, because the, uh, it hurts so fucking bad. The, the gimmick on Nichi Joe is that it's um, a fairly fairly typical gags that you'd find in a, a gag manga or anime, uh, but they mm-hmm. animate the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, they, it's right. like. Um, the way I describe it to anyone who's seen Azumanga Daio, which was it used to be a staple. Yes. Um, so Azumanga Daio is, is another one where they're like in high school and Same it's author, just little right? gags about them being in high school. Um, it's uh, it's Azumanga Daio on crack. Yeah. It's <laughs> Um I One of my favorite little bits from that is just like somebody picking up a tiny piece of their lunch and then it gets knocked out of their chopsticks. And then it's the whole the whole rest of the sequence is in slow motion and she keeps going, I can save it. And every, like, more horrible things keep happening to it. Like, it gets knocked out of the air by someone, and then it goes through somebody's hair, but it's still in the air. And yeah. she's like, no, I can still save it. Yeah. No, I can eat this. Don't, I think that's no, in the fine. first episode. That's, that's one of the best, right. the best yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But that's that's us giving you our yeah, non-embarrassing anime recommendations. There's a ton more you... that I'm sure I'm forgetting, but... Uh, Absolutely. Good, good there's, there's way more. Yeah. Because the thing is, anime as a medium is... Uh, you know, it's filled with things that are not embarrassing or horrible or filled with cliches. I think that the, the mm-hmm. you know, the whole medium gets a bad rap. But the fact that there are so many things we could bring up and Cam goes, oh, yeah, I liked that. Like, that should be mm. your bar, people. Like, Cam's a little more susceptible than the rest of us, but than the rest of, like, of people who don't like anime, you know? Cam but, is less uh, of a weeb he, than the rest of us. He, yeah, yeah like, was, exactly. I've seen a little bit, I've seen, you know, as you've heard on this show, I've seen a couple things, but it's never something I'm seeking out it's always something like oh nick's watching it or alex is watching it i'll pop in and but lately actually we have alex has been re-watching uh hunter hunter and that's, that's actually true. been pretty really fun yeah. like i was so you're you not more interested about it than in me it. because i didn't uh that's that's one of the only ones i i haven't gone through like yeah. i've been through uh Yu Yu show and all the other like shonen kind of stuff but i haven't seen hunter hunter it's a little bit down the middle yeah, it's for, very fun for so shonen in that it doesn't dodge a lot of the problems that that uh, that that genre really has, but I think it's one of the best ones if you're uh, preconceived for tolerating a Dragon Ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. am, so I will. Yes. I will have to do that sometime. Um, yeah, it's totally. Um, it has a lot of the same tropes, so it doesn't fit into this category. But as a person who is averse to that style, um, just from the get-go, it's still been really fun so far. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this segment, and we'll be back with talking about Keep Your Hands Off Isaacan. If we can afford it. If, if we, we get the funding, it. we'll be right. back. If we get right. the budget, we've got to right. fight the school I, board. We're planning to bluff. <laughs> All right. So, okay. break time.
This ain't no Mickey Mouse. This ain't no Looney Tunes. This is anime. And it's taking America by storm. Now, you can catch the anime fever or turbocharge your current anime video collection with the best of Japanese anime 2. But be warned, the best of Japanese anime 2 ain't no kid stuff. It's animation grown up and gone wild. Call this toll-free number now and get Wrath of the Ninja delivered to your door for just $4.95 with subscription. Call now and you'll get a bonus anime video. Project Echo versus Battle 1, absolutely free. That's right, you'll get two fire-powered anime videos for just $4.95. This is a limited-time offer of apocalyptic proportions, so call now. Order your first Best of Japanese Animation 2 video for just $4.95 plus $3.99 shipping and receive your free anime video. Call now, 1-800-411-0173. Welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It, where this week we are talking about Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin, 2020 anime uh, done by uh, USA, uh, and I am going to read off our listener suggestion, because this is this was his, and it was from a while ago, and as you can tell, when we only do listener suggestions once a month, they get a little backed up, which is fine, um, but we've got that means we've got three in the can right now, so we're all set for the rest of the year. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, let me read off his email for everyone, because we, we originally got this at the end of July. Yeah, why the hell um, do we do this? Uh, I like it. I think it's good. We don't, have en- we don't get enough suggestions to do it like every episode or every other episode or anything like that, you know? Well, we, we so did this... at one point, and that's why we had right. the we whole did. circuit of... Right. That's, yeah. so that's what we did the month point. of it. Right. If they build July. up again, we can just burn them all with uh, with like a uh, another. Yeah, user we love one. love them suggestions. Absolutely, and this is this is pretty much a guarantee. You know, like you want some, you want an episode, you're going to get an episode. You just got to send it to us. We of course have the right of refusal, unless you pay us fifty dollars, in which case we do not That's have the right. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Andrew says my suggestion would be to watch the first four episodes of the 2020 anime. Keep your hands off Izuken, or Izuken for short. I'm not a huge anime fan, but this one got me. It's an anime about high schoolers who want to make anime. It's a sincere celebration of creativity and imagination. It's the only anime I can think of that I can recommend to people without having to give some sort of preemptive disclaimer or apology. It's good. And I would agree. I, I think we uh, I, you know, we all had a, a good time with this, uh, I guess making some assumptions. Um, but uh, it's, it's something that is just, it's a feel-good anime, you know? It's like, it's not to say that there's no conflict in it, but it's just like, it's something that kind of like wraps you into the spirit of imagination of like a child, you know, of like yeah. you get to you get to feel what it's like to experience something creative for the first time. 
And um, yes, uh, I don't know. I guess I guess I'm going to start with uh, Cam. What did you think of Keep Your Hands? Oh, well, I guess we should give a little synopsis. Yeah. First. Um, do you want? So I'm going to I'll I'll take yeah, this. Alex, I, yeah. I have I the it um, I have the mal page up so we can do some general biographical oh, yeah. info too if we want. Um, yes, please, please. I don't know. I don't have the research on uh, on USA or any of the other crew. Yes. This, um, so this came out this year. Um, this is from uh, his his animation studio, which started up a couple of years ago, Science Saru. Um, but essentially, it's a it's a show about uh, a group of three girls who want to make an anime. Um, two of them, uh, oh, our main girl, uh, Akatsuka Asakusa. Yeah, <laughs> Asakusa. Uh, so- she Asakusa is, is how they pronounce yes. it Japanese. Um, Asakusa. She's really, really gifted in like concept art and world building and like background design. Um, when we're introduced to her, we we go through a couple pages in her sketchbook, and it's like these really cool. I would say Ghibli esque because there's a lot of really amazing like uh, background detail in his movie in well, Miyazaki. And I mean, we, we later, yeah, we yeah, later find out that she was inspired, in like inspired by Miyazaki. Yes, so very similar. Uh, yeah, she specializes in like the Nausicaa, like yes. kind of destroyed world kind of stuff. Yes, post apocalypse. Um, uh, and then uh, her friend uh, Kanamori, who's uh, doesn't like anime or doesn't know anything about anime, but is very, um, very pragmatic, very uh, money focused. Uh, yeah. She's gifted. Manager. Yeah, she's the manager. That doesn't mean she's like she is supportive. Yes. Like she wants her friend to succeed, yes. but she's just like there in a different. Very way. interestingly, she ends up taking kind of the like the the role of the person who's like, okay, we have to get this done, so you need to compromise because the other two characters are very, uh, <laughs> very airheaded in that sense. They're total yeah. artists, yes. man. Uh, and the and third character like, to round out her trio is. Misu Mizukashi? Misuzuki? Did I, right? Mis- I think it's Misuzuki. Yeah. Misuzuki? Yeah, that sounds better. Um, and she's Mizuzaki. Mizuzaki. Mizuzaki? Yes. Uh, and she's like a um, she's a model. She's fairly famous uh, as they establish in the show, but she's Mizusaki. Yes. Uh, well, you know, in Japan, you pimp out your children young. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's she's a, a daughter of a rich family and uh, just wants to draw stuff um and her more of her uh expertise is character animation and design she likes drawing cool looking people and having them move in realistic ways yeah she likes doing human movement yes which is something that's a lot of they they get into that in a very good way by it's like uh when she when they show her like do learning like for a modeling school or a dance school like here's how you stand up in frame and here's how you want to do it so that you're like keep your grace and you like look good on camera and she can't get it right and so she just draws it out mm. like she draws out like okay this pose and then to this pose and then to this pose and then she was able to do it without any problems yes uh and they yeah. and they fill out the cast with some other side characters but we're mainly focused on our main three and uh mm-hmm. the world that they present i think this is something we should camp on in just a little bit but uh the, the world that they present looks like it came right out of a concept design book like they just have a bunch of crazy cool looking stuff and they just do you know the story behind that? Alex? I know. Go for it. Uh, there is a. Um, you can look at like uh, some of the like technology and the licenses and stuff around, and you can find out that this uh, anime takes place in 2053. So oh. uh, that is the reason that the water level is so high, and oh, the reason man. that things are slightly futuristic, and it's the reason that the robot club can have a robot that's 30 years old but still looks good. <laughs> right. Mm. I so, did yeah, not. I hadn't gotten that far. <laughs> that's cool. I hadn't really noticed yet. 
yeah, it's a very imaginative um, setting. I, I really like how it's just, it looks like the city is growing on top of itself and everything, it just doesn't yeah. make still, any sense in a, in an engineering way, which is very cool. Yeah, there's like it a, a little really bit of... still really down to earth, um, though. It's not too crazy. Th there's a bit of uh, architecture porn, um, whatchamacallit, like that walled city in China that people get really inspired by. I, I forgot what the mm -hmm. actual name is, um, but a lot of anime takes inspiration. It's kind of like that. Um, they've got, like, the traditional Japanese shops on top of, um, like, newer stuff on top of newer stuff. Um, and the school, parts of the school are very, like, open layout futuristic kind of stuff. And I, my favorite like, uh, weird bit of um, environment design in this show is that the, um, the like, office where all the teachers have their desks is in the middle of a pool, like a drained pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. such a funny detail. Like, they open a normal door, like, in a school, <laughs> and then they're in the bottom of a pool. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I like that. And then I real like the door really yeah. threw me off. Like, what came first? Was there always a door at the bottom of the pool, or did they have to put one in because the office became yeah. down there? But uh, this show, in in essence, is about uh, the struggle of being a creative and uh, having to. It's not. Yeah, go ahead. It's not Bakuman where yes. you're they're like going over the literal like here's what it's like if you literally want to write for Shonen Jump and literally like in real life do this. It's more like an abstracted out like here are the struggles of a creator, not directly in reality, but here's what it's like to make animation and be creative yeah. in that way. Um, and I think the most one of the most striking parts about this show uh, to me. Uh, was whenever they'll, they do kind of like a dream sequence or or oh, anything yeah. like that because they'll talk imagination th spot yeah they'll talk through kind of like a scene they want to make or an idea that they have um, and then instead of just explaining it they'll they'll show it visually like like it kind of takes over the scene in a really cool way uh, where you're like oh it seems like this is really happening but you know you keep having to remind yourself that oh it, it is not it's it's all a dream sequence or a imagination. Um, yeah, she'll be like, and the buildings will look like this, and then just kind of like raise one out of the ground. Yes. And the characters are looking at the building now, being like, oh, yeah, that's a good design, but don't you think it should look and like this? And then another out. one yeah. comes up. Or, yeah. yeah. And I think the coolest, thing out of that, the coolest thing out of that is as the designs solidify themselves, um, because this is all done in kind of like a pseudo watercolor, like this is what actual. Oh, yeah. Um, it's mm -hmm. it's kind of messy kind of style. Um, as the designs solidify themselves, um, they literally solidify into the normal style of the anime. Yeah. They get they get line work. They, yeah. they become a part a moving part of the world. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. It's a really creative way to frame. Form in her head. It's really creative way to frame the like iteration process of coming up with a design or a a scene, um, especially in yeah. uh, episodes like three or four where they're doing their first animation. Uh, getting to see like the idea and then getting to see what they end up with is very cool. Mm -hmm. What I really liked about it is the the idyllic nature of like in a perfect world this is how it would be because if she actually wanted to be like oh I think the building should look like this and then sketch it right there it would take like 15 minutes and maybe it wouldn't look like how she wanted to so she's going to erase some stuff but in this show she's just like oh this is my vision here it is right in front of you uh, what do you think yeah. of that and then she's like well no let's change this it's it's a uh, wish yeah. fulfillment in it's that. like they're, oh, God, they're drawing it into existence anything was that yeah. easy <laughs> Goddamn creating anything could mm -hmm. be even a smidge as easy as that. Yeah. So that's a synopsis. Oh, I will also um like 
mentioned, it is based on a manga. Oh, the, yeah. the studio right. didn't come up with oh, the whole wow. thing themselves, but I think they that did a really, really good job. It is kind really of incredible to think that this was ever in any medium other than anime because yeah. this is just so pitch perfect fitting to the media. Yeah, yeah for you real. Know? Where it's the like... manga about creating anime got turned into an anime. Yep. Right. <laughs> about creating anime. Right. It's very interesting. Um, and of course, the manga has gone longer than the anime does. The anime stops off at, a, at like the anime picks a stopping point, and I think it picks a really good one. We might get into that later. But um, oh, it's not going to get another season? As no, it, I mean ever. it might. I, I bet you it probably will. I mean, yeah, I people know. seem to really like. They don't tend to do. Sequels, oh yeah, actually, because USA. But USA's lo- use, lose. He's leaving that studio, isn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't caught. I think. I think USA is leaving that studio, and because uh, his his last project with them is slated to come out next year. Mm-hmm. Because he did a movie with them, and he's like, ah, I'm going to do something else now. So maybe, I don't know if they're going to yeah. continue we'll it. See. And it's it's fi- it would be fine if they didn't, because this movie they, like picks a great place to end. And you get so much out of the 12 episodes that there are. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cam, I wanted to know what you thought of it. Because, uh, you know, I, I want to go, I always want to go to you when we talk about anime, because I want to know what you're kind of an outsider yeah. in this medium. An anime Bob Yeah, so thinks. obviously I was... Um, not looking forward to this and i believe i referred to it as a show about little girls making cartoons before i saw it <laughs> when someone asked me what it's we were doing wrong. this week which is so derivative and mean to the show but uh, it is I mean, also it's accurate true so. but it also yeah. sounds a little weird yes um but uh i was actually at a friend of the show and listener um soon to be wed dom's uh apartment the other Whoa. night or house you might be hearing night. from them later you might be listening right now <laughs> and uh um i said we were gonna do this and uh Haley was like oh i know the theme song for that she had been listening to the theme song for like <laughs> weeks already. it's a good theme <laughs> song very very catchy it's very catchy yeah it, it, i'm very sure good, it brought us very into this well animated theme song but so we uh we just watched the first episode and it was it um luckily i was with them watching it because i don't think i would have just put it on myself and it was it was good i really liked it it was um it made me think at first like the sometimes um you can think that american cartoons are kind of limited to what their topics can be about Hmm. like we've watched interesting stuff like um okay ko and steven universe but ultimately i mean those are two pretty similar shows but they're that is about a kid and his friends fighting bad guys and learning and you know that's Hmm. Or it's a comedy show, you know, like where like Flapjack or Chowder or something. Or but... Xavier Renegade Angel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, very normal. That show yeah. is. Uh, I don't even know. I Who, would how do could the you normal even thing. say what that's about? Chomsky Hong. <laughs> it's about Chomsky Hong. <laughs> um, but it's. Uh, it seems with anime sometimes that they're allowed to be a little more diverse with the yeah. main. Yeah, I mean, this of the is show. an interesting. Mm-hmm. Like on paper, this is a kind of a weird premise, right? Oh, yeah. I did, like, it's a show about people making a show, which is uh, interesting, you know, just at its core. the thing is, like, manga and anime about people making manga and anime are actually not that uncommon, but they're not always that well done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I brought up another one on the way in, which is Bakuman, which is about somebody writing for, it's published in Shonen Jump, and it's about somebody writing for Shonen Jump. Yes. And it's kind of like it's that's that's a weird one because it's like semi autobiographical as far as I can tell. Like they are kind of yeah, there's they're like romanticizing the process of writing Death Note, right? Right. Because those are the two guys that wrote Death Note. Exactly, that is exactly it. Something that I find really funny in that series is that the the rival guy is not like 
bad or an asshole or anything. He's just somebody who all of it comes very naturally to him. And in interviews, mm, they're like, yeah, that's Ichiro dick. Oda. That's the One Piece guy. Goddamn prodigy asshole. It's too easy, and he's been doing this for 20 years, and I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so that actually brings me uh, to what I was getting to. I did really like the show. I had a lot of fun with it, and it's beautifully made and looks really good, which is a huge... Uh, before I get to my point, that's what makes... Um, some anime is really hard to watch is they have some of that cookie cutter style like i talked about hunter hunter earlier it just kind of looks yeah they got some of the like house style going all on. the other stuff that i've seen they, but they this look, has they look a little like sort of whenever, whenever we're watching, they animated a lower frame rate than western animation generally whenever we're watching so it can um, look kind of jerky animation or or anything um i've noticed this when we were watching hunter hunter though like uh, cam specifically uh-huh. mentions that he likes to look uh, for all the times that they're trying to save money uh, like, <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Which is, I love which doing. Which is very that. funny to me. It's an interesting way which to watch something. Uh, <laughs> this series it, makes I, it into I just a plot stop point, which I read that it. I really love. Uh, which I'm sure you got a big kick out of that cam is when they. Um, what was when, that? Well, when they describe all the ways they're going to save money yeah. and time. Yeah. So that's yeah. That <laughs> brings us right into that. I love, you know, like oh, this looks good, and we can save money by this is only three frames, and we'll just show that for five more seconds, and that saves us time and you're just filling time while still making something good and like uh they yeah, talk about repeating backgrounds when you're driving yeah. by like doing yeah a, it's, it's a pure background saves job, money yeah. and i just like the idea of optimizing things too so that mm-hmm. kind of feeds into that of like oh i like how it's seeing where they cut corners like we were watching a hunter hunter episode where the bit was that they were in fog all the time. And I was like, oh, pretty smart. You don't have to draw anything there. <laughs> it's just great. But uh, um, the, my one, one of my complaints about the show is that it kind of happens in, uh, if you guys have seen 30 Rock 2, mm-hmm. where it's a show about making a show, so it's all in kind of insider industry circle jerking a little bit, where it's like, oh, that's funny because that's like, you know, that's an animation joke kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, our jobs are so interesting and funny. But I can't I can't think of any good examples now. But um that didn't really bother me, but it's it's kind of like uh it's like when you on podcasts when you hear comedians talking about auditions. Like that's never it's really not that relatable to you to because anyone. you don't audition. Yeah, at all. <laughs> like I don't right. care about that. That's really interesting and fun to them. But I like uh, uh, I like hearing Kanamori talk about. All right, but you got to buy me the good milk next time. That's the shit yes, I can relate she, to. She buy, milk is like a currency in this uh, show. <laughs> yeah, they they goof off, uh, but like they're talking about specific convenience store snacks, and that's something that Cam and I can definitely relate to. Oh yeah, mm. of like I oh, gotta get, get the good hot shit. meat stick. Yeah, do not get me the hot meat stick that tasted like garbage. You better come back with a real Slim Jim or I'll cut you. <laughs> <laughs> no texture whatsoever. It's just a tube of sustenance. But um, I do, on the other hand, I do really like shows about jobs and shows about work and cutting corners and seeing how things are made like um i don't know why but this kind of gave me a little bit of Mad Men vibes of watching like uh the a boss have to deal with their workers in a way to get a good product out of them like Mm -hmm. how um uh there's certain moments in the first couple episodes where um the uh the tall Uh, girl is like (laughs) kanamari Calamari, um, is okay. very like i know how to motivate like i know this idea that she has isn't gonna work but i'm gonna let her run with it for now 
because that'll I don't want to shoot her down yet. Like you got to keep her momentum up, her right. creative momentum, um, and let as her much start as, to create um, things. We've we've talked about it before on the show. Uh, as much as we will say like bosses and managers are the death of all creativity, sometimes you need a little bit of the death of all creativity because otherwise <laughs> you got to curtail yeah. that. Otherwise, you otherwise your show will never fucking come yeah. out. Otherwise yeah. it'll yeah. never fucking come out. Otherwise it's going to be the Phantom Menace. It's going to be Death Stranding. It's going to be both at the same time and a million uh, times worse. You got you get there's so many things that like you should have someone there to say no to you, whether that's a friend or a, a manager or an editor yeah. or someone, you know, just like just somebody to be like, hey, maybe you don't have to do everything that comes to your head. Yes. Yeah. And, you don't need to hand draw all of this. Please use a computer. And they're like, no. The nice thing about Katamori is that she's not a bad guy. She doesn't want to, like, stop everyone from being creative. She she wants to compromise. Um, yeah. Because she well, wants because this she's thing actually to be friends with Asakusa. Yeah, like realistic. Yeah. You know, you got to be realistic about some things. Which I found really good. I liked that. I really liked that her dynamic with the other two creatives being like, you can't hand draw all of yeah. this. Like, uh, you will literally, you will kill yourself. You would have to do, like, she does the math at one point. And she's like, you would have to do uh, 46 all nighters if you wanted to draw all yeah. of these frames. Yeah. And then you can sleep for um, five days straight, but you ha- cannot go to sleep before. I, I think my favorite thing about Kanamori is when she sees the other two, like, being really proud or, or you know, getting their stuff done that they actually want to see done and they're really happy mm-hmm. she, like she'll get like a small grin on her face or something like that mm-hmm. and it's just really cute and mm-hmm. I, I like seeing her I, being that supportive of her friends that said um i really love all three of their designs mm-hmm. um dom called i don't know oh, if yeah. you guys will even get this joke but dom called the main character's hat a four hundred dollar bape camo bucket hat <laughs> like a, a very expensive fashion brand um but, um, Kanamori is also very tall, tall and I think my favorite joke from her was um, uh, Mizusuki, um, Mizusaki was like, man, your legs are really long, just randomly. Um, mm-hmm. And Kanamori was like, I slept a lot and grew up big and strong. <laughs> yeah, and that's just, it's not even like a joke. It's like, oh, that's the canonical reason that she's tall. <laughs> she slept a lot. Also, when but, it comes um, to purely design stuff, uh, Kanamori, Kanamori's mouth is drawn as a... Um, like kind of Constant like a, a grimace. grimace. It's yeah, a perpetual exactly. like, like grin or grimace. She has a Darth Vader uh, mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is a Darth Vader mouth. It's she the, never it's the half actually circle. opens her mouth. It's the downward facing mm. half circle with only teeth showing, and when she talks, that just moves like oh, yeah. it wobbles. It, it, very it flaps. It oh, doesn't like Zerg open. too. I mean, Zerg is based off of yeah. Darth Vader, but very right. Zerg mouth. That's that's the kind of thing that, and I think that that's one of the things that shows that this show is good about that sort of thing is that the characters look different from each other, but, uh, and they move differently and they have different expressions and all that, but they don't yes. feel out of place. They don't grade on you. They don't go like, it's not like amazing world of gumball where a new character shows up and you have to take five seconds to go, what the fuck you am I looking at? Your eyes what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, speaking of Hunter Hunter, oh man, the fucked up guys that just walk on screen in that show. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta pause and look uh, at that guy. The guy with the all-terrain like, wheelchair, <laughs> some bullshit like shit. that, yeah. and he's just Man there. Who's a like, human top. Ever, no one's like. <laughs> immediately, I was like, "How big is his? How wide is his door? How does he get into his house?" <laughs> oh, but um, speaking of the the, I slept a lot, so I got really tall. Um, line. This show has a a couple really good. Um, it feels like improvised uh, character moments sometimes, mm-hmm. which I don't know if they actually are improvised. But um, it's kind of it hard to improvise animation because really you have to storyboard it out, which I've talked to yeah, people about before. 
Everything in animation is deliberate. Mm. But, you know, there's sometimes in The Simpsons where someone will say something and they'll be like, okay, all right, we'll, we'll add that yeah. into, you know, the scene or whatever. But um, there's one part, I, can't, I had two examples, I can only remember one now, where um, the tall girl and the model are talking and the model is like, uh, did you get a haircut? And she's like, yeah, I did. And that's just one of the lines. In the show. It, was, it was really <laughs> cute and funny. On, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. They're just talking and hanging out. And sometimes that doesn't happen in animation really where. Yeah. They're just uh, story bots sometimes yeah. that are just saying what they need to say to advance the plot. Yeah. Like, like I said, yeah. like normally animation is very deliberate cause they have to storyboard everything out. Um, mm-hmm. so they don't have a lot of that. They're like, we have to save time and move the plot and yes. Every, everything has to mean something. To save money. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. nice when they have stuff like that. Yeah, but it, it's a really gorgeous looking show too, and that's a huge plus for me. Like, just to be fun to look at is really important mm-hmm. for an anime. It can't look like everything else, because then you start to lean into what we were talking about in the first segment. It's like, oh, I've seen anime, you know, I know what it looks like. But when this has, like Seb mentioned, the watercolor and then the sketching mm-hmm. and the way the characters move is really funny. And I, I like. Um, I kept, um, I was, like how I was obsessing over budget saving in Hunter x Hunter, I was obsessing over what jokes and what animation points are meta about, like, commentaries on what's happening on the screen. Like, there's one point where they're talking about, like, oh, we need to do a really detailed face here. This is going to be a close-up, and it, it has to be um, impactful, and the the girl in the bucket hat doesn't have a nose and she just has a giant oval <laughs> smile. She looks like a frog. It's a jo- yeah. And she's oh. talking about, <laughs> I love it's like a joke I, on what's happening in the show right now. In the very like, last episode, even... <laughs> uh, she says something along the lines of what I have in my sketchbook is going to blow your pants off. And she has this like, like cartoon, like Bugs Bunny grin on while she's saying <laughs> yeah. that. It's very, yeah. Her expression. Yeah, she has very top, gremlin, uh, gremlin like attributes in that show. Yeah. She's, really fun to look at but uh yeah it was it was funny and it was beautifully made and it was i like shows about work and jobs and stuff so this was uh interesting cool i'm, I'm glad we watched it yeah cool um seb what did you think of keep your hands off isaacan um so i really love it and i i plan to watch the rest of it um i kind of want to make it like a thing with me and bink so um i didn't i think i would have watched more of it if i had wanted to watch it by myself but i really wanted to watch it with bank because it had been recommended to me a lot and then it had been recommended to her a lot and a lot of people i know and she knows were saying oh yeah asaka is you bank um <laughs> bank being the, the resident like giant animation nerd um like just in general it's animation so, nerd. it's so perfect that As- asaka gets inspired by future boy conan yeah, yeah. that is such a <laughs> Like, it, I was wondering if they were going to make an anime up to inspire her. Or they were going to just be like, oh, here's our in-universe thing that she got inspired by. And setting it in the future, you could say, oh, something that came out in 2026 20, or whatever is what she likes. But Future Boy Conan, it's like, you go back far enough. It's something that's animated gorgeously. It perfectly inspires the imagination by being set in a water-covered, destroyed world. But mm-hmm. it's all about showing you parts of that world. And it's just... It's really, it's really interesting. I highly recommend if you have the stomach for older anime, go back and check it out. Yeah, check absolutely. out a couple episodes of Future Boy Conan. Yeah. Um, and Bink was, Bink was kind of like, oh man, I recognize, I recognize literally all of these references for yeah. like she was flipping through like the anime Netflix, yeah. and Bink was like, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one. 
Um, oh, that's funny. But, uh, but this this film this uh, series could have just been all of that, and it's not. It's mm. it's not just oh here's a reference to anime. Here's yeah, a reference it's to anime. it's like, not it's... the Ready Player One of anime. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, um, so I hope nothing is the Ready Player One of anything. <laughs> <laughs> if that Too makes bad sense. They exist. Um, what a backwards statement. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so I was watching with Bink, and she was kind of like, uh, like she wasn't that excited about it, which I, I was like, why aren't you that excited about it? And she said the same well, thing I said earlier, which was, oh, there's a lot of anime and manga about making anime and manga, and normally they're not that great. Um, it also could be the thing of when you constantly tell someone, oh, man, you would love recommendations this. Recommendations are poison. The, yeah. Uh, that's what like this show's about. Hunter, um, Hope you enjoy all our recommendations. Always... Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, though, like, when she saw Asakusa, like, in, within, like, the first ten minutes, we were both like, no, that's you, that's that's Bank, because, <laughs> like, not even well, just on a surface you, yeah. level, that's, like, actually her. <laughs> like, um, maybe a little bit more, um, she's a little bit more introverted, the um, Asasuka, Asakusa? Yeah. I can't do that. As- Asakusa. Asakusa? Bucket hat. Character, bucket hat girl. Um, she's more introverted than Bink is, I think. Um, cause Bink will just go out and be like, I want to make a new club. And then she makes a new club. Um, whereas, um, Katamori had to kind of convince her to do it in the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so it was really fun and it was really fun to watch with Bink because she's like, oh yeah, oh my God, that's a, that's a camera stand. Oh my God, that's this. Oh my God, that's that. Mm. Um, and, uh, so it, you know, they weren't talking out their asses with, like, all the animation jargon, which you wouldn't think they would in an animation about animation because, like, the animators know what they are doing. Mm. Um, yeah, they know how what it takes. It's not... Yeah, uh, whereas in, you know, if they're doing a show about some other things, they might be using jargon about something and, and it not actually be accurate. Um, yeah, like using Ultra Instinct on a cooking show or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Like, uh, an anime that's uh, Shokugeki no yeah. Soma if you guys are, if people I are like that. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I think I'm. I, I also would not, but some people enjoy it. <laughs> um, some people. But uh, yeah, so I thought it was really fun, and I, I've said a few things about it already, but um, I think one of my favorite parts is just watching them all work together and how they all just. The three of them just all slot together so well with all their talents um, mm. and seeing how they each use those. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they each grow. Um, I didn't get to watch more of the series than just the four episodes because I want to watch the rest of it with Bink. Mm. Um, and she works till like seven o'clock most days. Um, so I was always waiting for her to get home or to go pick her uh, up. Nick, since you've seen um, or... Uh, I don't know if you know anything about the manga. Do they ever add another person to the team? I'd like it's like a writer. Uh, or they do actually added. later in the um, in the uh, series proper, uh, like in episode six or something, five or six. Oh yeah, the, the add, sound guy. Oh yeah, the sound yeah. girl. Yeah, oh, it's a girl. Great. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sound girl. She is wonderful. She's a she's not like she doesn't get as much development as the other characters, but yes. she is a wonderful addition, and she is like she's like. Uh, she's the one I related to the most because she's like, "Oh, look, I can do, I can get a sound from this, and I can make it into something else." Like, "Oh, you want bells, but you want chimes, so I'll take this like clock tower bell and I'll just I'll <laughs> speed it up and I'll chop it up and like it was really great to show how she saw the world. I think thought she was such a fun yeah. character. That's cool. Yeah, I'd like more specialized people to be added. Yeah, that'll really. be cool to see how they grow their team. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Episodes Domeki. one through Domeki four. Domeki is the is the sound is the sound girl. Okay. 
episodes one through four is kind of them forming the club up until their um, presentation to like the student council, where the, <laughs> the student council has to approve student their budget. Council. Oh, yeah, I love that so episode. Good. That was so great. Because um, the way Kanamori oh. like handles them. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you, Seb, but I, I am going to do it anyway. But, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the, uh, sorry. Oh, okay, uh, well, the. Wait, no. One one of the things like I was talking about earlier, um, a joke. It seems like a meta joke was the way that the tall girl responds to every complaint that the council has. Is she says, "I don't see that as a problem." And <laughs> they have nothing. They, yeah, it seems like they so have no good. prepared response for that. Yeah. Is like if you tell someone like, "Oh, don't worry about that," then they they can't keep bugging you about it. It's like, "Oh, I don't see that as an issue." <laughs> it's a very interesting like management tactic to even higher management to. Just say, uh, that's fine. Don't worry. How you doing, Seb? We can Wait, still yeah, hear yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, we can still hear you. Okay. Bink is using the microwave. I blame her. <sighs> Sorry about that. Uh, Emily just came <laughs> The home. microwave? Microwaves actually uh... affect your Wi-Fi. I'm going out next <laughs> oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, are you all good now? I think so. Did Your, your recording didn't stop, did you? No, did my recording's it? It fine. just Discord? Okay, just making sure. Yeah, it's oh, got a lot uh, of Cam's silence posted, and me. You guys are posting some great stuff. basketball memes in there. I appreciate that. <laughs> got, Tony Kornheiser. You got Kornheiser going. Well. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> this is a good one. Seb, did you have anything more to say about keep your hands off eyes again? Yeah. Um, oh, we're going right back in. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, I also, uh, Nick posted a, a picture of a character, and I wanted to note that I was surprised that there were just random-ass black characters in the show. Yes. They I'm were very just happy there, about that. And they, they didn't look like like their skin was a little bit ashy, but um like for the most part they looked fine. And um it's, one of them was even on to... the student council. And they got the hair right, which is something that I wanna say is like something they do not do in a lot of anime. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a black person, they are going to be uh bald or they will have an afro for a joke. And that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. all we know how to do. Yeah, um, so I, I was actually don't... pleasantly surprised by that because that doesn't happen a lot in anime. Like, they, mm-hmm. they're kind of like black people, what's that? Um, or they're a set piece or something like that. Like, in Gerara, right. there's um, there's a black man from Russia making sushi in Japan. Um, <laughs> yes. Which is actually kind of like, the, yeah, the, the joke happen. is all the characters are like, how did that happen? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, which... <laughs> that reminds me of the fucking Deus Ex bit of yeah. the the Aboriginal guy who's in China behind a bar. Yeah, and if you ask, and if you talk to him, he starts talking about philosophy, <laughs> much like everyone in Deus Ex. <laughs> right, right, right. That's not the weird part. Um, the weird part is there's a guy talking like this in a bar in China. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was like I like all the background characters. They're all really kind of cool. Um, Especially uh, oh, the teachers. Uh, the teachers. Um, yes. The their their advisor for the club is like this man who like he always stands with like his head kind of held back, like his chin up, and he's Such like always shaking his beard. Yeah, he's like, my beard is very heavy. Um, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of weird. He has like three lines from all of the of what I've seen, and it's basically right. like, yes, I will be your advisor. My beard is heavy. Yeah, he says the same things over and over. He's, like, always complaining I about, like, how... my blood pressure or, like, my circulation is bad. Maybe if I help uh, with a club, it will get better. And then he's just like, no, this is making it worse. <laughs> um, 
meanwhile, like, a bunch of the other teachers are kind of like, don't, uh, you can't make an anime because there's already an anime. The really squirrely guy. Yeah. Yeah. The squirrely guy. I love that, um, that plot of it is they don't want to join the anime club and they can't start a new club that's making anime because that's too close to the anime club and they can't start a movie making club. Where they make an anime movie. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> so actually, it was a really all the funny clubs, workaround. It's like the, it was like the Japanese animation research group or something like that is yeah. what the anime club's mm. name actually is, which I think is kind of funny because um, in college, when you're trying to make a club, a lot of time you have to have like some stupid fancy name. Yeah. Or it has thing. to sound uh, academic. Yeah. And there's, um, they, yeah. One, the hyper-specific clubs is a is a great joke uh, for schools that have forced extracurricular activities. You can basically mm-hmm. like get funding for basically whatever. Um, a friend of mine, uh, John Coleman, and I we used to um, we used to go uh, we used to come up with schemes to like invent clubs to get money from our college, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, we never ended up uh, like doubling down on any of them. But it was always a, a fun thing. Yeah, uh, I think it all started because I was kicked out of the video game club, and I wasn't actually kicked out. They just didn't want to play fighting games anymore. Wow! Um, <laughs> so he so made them kick you out of this video game club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> so you um, forces the two-year-long club. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, something uh, another joke that I, I really love that comes out of the hyper-specific clubs is that you they go through all this effort to get the the film club that's actually an anime-making club together. And then a couple episodes later, you meet the robot club, which is extremely non-specific. Not only do they build robots and maintain robots, they also watch anime about robots and just discuss robots in general. It's just like anything yeah. that has to do with there robots. There should be robot discussion club. There should be robot anime what watching was the club. One? There robot should be building, building and maintaining the, club. The club that was on stage before um, the film club. Uh, it was like, that more, was like, talking club, about like more carbohydrates club or some bullshit yeah. like that. Yeah, or they oh, were trying yeah, to make the miso soup milder in the cafeteria (laughs) i love that they were were getting shit thrown at them that was a really funny yeah like it's just they're getting shit thrown at them the security club the the, the basically security club is fucking riot police having to hold people back yeah from like storming the stage to kick the ass of these fucking kids (laughs) who are like i'm going to make the miso soup taste worse and everyone's like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) yeah um get off the fucking stage yeah so i i like that um not only are there like a lot of jokes and um info about you know actually making animation but there's also a lot about um school bureaucracy (laughs) in terms of making and running a club which i had a lot of experience with that and bank had a lot of experience with that in our respective colleges because i was the president Um, slash event coordinator slash secretary at different points in time of the illustration club and she ran a number of clubs um so those were all very funny of um Reminds me, Cam, uh, to, to get you, uh, this reminds me of a couple of jokes that l- community does later, where, like, hyper-specific oh, classes yeah. and clubs, it's like, well, if you can make whatever you want and get funding for it, then eventually you will get hyper-specific stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, if one of the, my favorite jokes uh, that only Alex will have seen is the uh, the bit with the HVAC club later in, the in like, episode uh, eight or <laughs> oh, nine. Oh, I, I didn't make it um, that far, just, like, unfortunely. Oh, I went, okay. only watched well, six. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just bring it up then. Um. They are. Uh, they re- want everyone. They they want to get everyone they possibly can to see the film that they made for the robot club to promote the robot club, and um, they're like, okay, well, we're gonna use um, 
We're going to use Mitsuzaki's name. We're going to say, like, she's going to be there. Like, the model Mitsuzaki is going to be there. Basically saying, like, an influencer is going to be here introducing the, the anime. She worked on it. And it's in Auditorium 3. And they're like, okay, it's, it's the summer, right? Or it's, or it's hot. It's close to the summer. We want people to come in. We need it to be cool. So she goes to the HVAC club, like the, the heating, ventilation, <laughs> yeah. air conditioning club. And Kanamori They're just watching that is, Kenmore uh, it's, it's basically, no, it's it's so It depends on the clubs to run the school, basically. Right, yeah. right. So um, she's like, uh, the, you, you, get, you don't see what they're talking about yet. And you just see like uh, 61, 63. No, 61. That's my final offer. And then the guy's like, uh, fine, fine. And then he shows him like pressing it down <laughs> on the thermostat. On, on, the, uh, yes. on the thermostat to uh to get to get their auditorium really cool so that people are gonna <laughs> want to come in or it's gonna be easier to pack more people in there. And then uh it's like, boss, why'd you do that? Why'd you let her walk all over you like that? It's just these pictures of him in the in the club room for the HVAC club with it turned down really low and all the rest of them are like at normal temperatures. <laughs> all the rest of the rooms are at normal temperatures, but the HVAC club room, like they're hanging out, eating ramen in there and it's like nice and cool. <laughs> and it's like they've been abusing their power to uh, make their room colder than everyone else. That's good. I love it. Yeah. It was, it's a, it was just such a, a minor little joke. Like in the, in the end, the fact that they got the auditorium cold enough to get more people in there wasn't like a huge plot point, but that scene really made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, spe- specific clubs, it kind of happens in Kill a Kill yes. too. Is like, or oh, yeah. that other game, like Don, is it Don Rampa with those? I'm the best at this. Oh, yeah, I am the ultimate this. Uh-huh. I am the ultimate that. That is always fun. I think almost everyone thinks that's funny to mm-hmm. be so specialized in one thing yeah. is is just a funny trait yeah that always works um alex you've got some usa experience under your belt what did you end up thinking of keep your hands off Isaac? yeah um I, I had started watching this like around when it aired because I, I i i Same. like to keep, i like <laughs> to keep tabs on um on his stuff and the studio um but I didn't. I, I didn't have, end up getting too far in it. Um, just kind of fell off because I haven't been watching a ton of anime lately. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I came back. I, I pretty much rewatched all the way up through six, just because I didn't remember a ton about it. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I I like this show. I think it's very cool. It's a very cool take on uh, what it's like being a creative person. I think um, there's a lot of like it's it's meta in the sense that it, you're uh you know that there's people behind this who think in a lot of the same ways as some of these characters or because uh, there's mm. there's so much so much realism to the way that some of these characters act uh that you know it had to come from something personal or they are putting themselves into that uh in a way that i really liked um mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I, uh, one of my favorite little bits, I, I chimed in a little bit when this came up earlier, but um, I really like uh, when uh, Kanamori has to kind of make them compromise on all of their all of this stuff. Mm, yes. I think that that yeah. kind of the... They get they get way too ambitious. Yes. And I, I, oh, yeah, you got to tear those. The kind those of like, that kind down. of pra- pragmatic type approach to making art is something that's very interesting to me. I like like knowing where where exactly they had to compromise on their vision to make a thing that could actually come out. Um, 
And I think this is going to yeah, come up. Yeah, and the final product is so good. Yes, I think this is going to come it up a little bit like compromise at uh, all. with our hazardous materials this month uh, because we're talking about a deeply mm, compromised uh, video game <laughs> that mm-hmm. uh, ended up mm-hmm. getting released. Definitely. Uh, but I think that it's really, really interesting to just see how their like, insane pie-in-the-sky ideas ended up becoming a, a thing that ended up being good. Like, It's so hard to make anything uh, and uh, like making something that's good within the kind of restrictions that they have was very cool to see. Um, and I, it definitely, it seems like this, this is very true to life in making actual anime as well, um, with, with a full budget from a full studio, uh, in that like half the stuff you think of doesn't even make it onto the page. Um, right. And that was, that's, it's very cool to me. I like seeing that because this definitely could have been uh, like kind of a fantasy in the sense that oh they're able to make the perfect thing that they want um, I like that they brought kind of the realism into it because this is otherwise yeah. a very uh, a very very hopeful very pie in the sky kind of show they really go wild with their imagination yeah um, they um, they also kind of know how when you have to compromise even if it comes out really good it's always going to feel like you compromise too much. Like, yes. um, there's the bit, uh, in episode four, I guess, where, um, Kanamori finds Asakusa, um, like under a desk in the computer <laughs> lab, having just finished editing the film. Um, yeah. she, she's like, why are you sleeping under the desk? And Asakusa is like, I was pretending to be a pro. Kanamori yeah. goes, yeah. they sleep under their desks. Oh and I was like, yeah, they do. Yeah. Mm. It sucks. Um, um, but uh, what, what she, I... she's like, oh, no, oh sorry. Uh, and Asakusa makes kind of like a, a comment about um, it kind of feels like she just made a thing to make a thing and not like like her dreams were crushed or something because she had to right. crunch so bad. Um, mm-hmm. And it's always going to feel like that even if you you did your best and it comes out really well. Yeah, and to, to that point, one of my favorite touches in the uh, episodes I was able to watch um, is after they do screen their first short, um, everyone is, was really impressed by it, um, clearly. Yeah, but I, they I, see yes. the mistakes. <laughs> the first thing that every one of them says is, oh man, I wish we could have done this, or I wish... Yeah, yeah. or this the shadow's missing in this frame right on, here. Yeah. And I, I as you know, somebody who does art, and I, I don't know about you, like, I guess all of us have been having yeah. it on a podcast, Anybody if, who's we, re- done if something, we listen to the podcast to after it comes out, yeah, mm-hmm. we're kind of like, oh man, I should have done this. Oh man, I missed that, you know. Hmm. As soon as I hit stop yeah. on recording, I'm like, god damn. I should have brought up these five things. <laughs> yeah, same. Whoops. I, yeah. Just, that I didn't mention Master Chief's suit once. Yeah. I know. As, as somebody who isn't, who doesn't do a lot of a lot of creative stuff uh, in that way, I, I it was still something that I was really able to uh, understand. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was very cool to see, like, uh, even in the face of you know the praise from everyone being really impressed, they're still like, oh, well, this could have been so much better. Yeah, I mean, you can even, even if you've ever turned in an essay at school that you yeah. worked really hard on, you know, you can say, oh, man, I forgot to make this point, or I should have used this word, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I really like this. I think it's, um, I, I think it's pretty good. I like, really like what they bring for, I like, as, um, as a group of creatives making this, I like how much that they were able to express themselves, uh, uh, you know, it's it seems very personal to to pick something like this to adapt. 
Um, I'm sure that it definitely was something that the, uh, the people who made this really wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I think the art style really helps mm -hmm. that. Like, if it just looked like anything else, yeah. Bink, um, it would be kind a kind of neat anime, but because of the art style being so good, it really elevates yeah. it. Bink was Absolutely. wondering um, if the title, Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin, which is Keep Your Hands Off the Film Association, um, might have been a reference to, you know, issues or censorship or something, um, or... It didn't Pay seem like it. I was, look, like I was trying to look up some uh, some history on it. It didn't seem like it had any internal problems with the making of the the manga or the show. But I'm yeah. I'm not a, an, I I'm not a U.S. history buff, so I don't know. Did he have problems making ping pong, Alex, or anything I, like that? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think if if you know, obviously, I, I haven't done a ton of research on that that front, so I'm not sure. Um, but if I had to wager a guess, I would say. Um, uh, being someone like this who's made a lot of uh, made a lot of anime and then become kind of someone who people in who people who know anime know about i think it must have been very hard to get any of those projects actually made so oh, yeah. i think especially being, ping pong ping pong yeah, looks so different being like a, nobody yeah being a creative who goes on to create your own studio i think that this is the kind of thing where you would you would um, you know this is a project that you would say, oh, I, I want to make this, and now I'm in the position where I can. Mm -hmm. um, mm. I don't know. Uh, one more thing I wanted to mention uh, while we have a U.S. on the brain. Uh, I was able to pick up a um, an art book that's a lot of concept art and sketches from his previous shows, and a lot of it looks very similar to a lot of the stuff they, they have in uh, uh, Sakusa's like, art book. A lot of really cool, crazy... Uh, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> uh, watercolor pictures of uh, awesome settings and character portraits and a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, this looks exactly like the stuff that an, a real animator would come up with. I like that um, in anime specifically, it seems like watercolor concept art is like the, the thing that they do. It's mm -hmm. like watercolor and, and markers. Whereas if you look at um, Western stuff, like in their art books, a lot of it is like digital oil painting or, you know, um, so it's fun to see like the differences there, but that's yeah. like a whole other thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and what, one more thing that uh, came to mind while watching this and, uh, one of the things I kept coming back to as, um, we kind of talked about, um, shows and anime about uh, making art. Uh, one of my favorite shows is, uh, Shiro Bako, which is kind of a more grounded take on the same concept, Shiro which Bako. is, uh, the people making anime it focuses on a whole studio trying to make uh they make two shows throughout the 24 episodes but uh it's it's similar in the sense that there's a lot of running around and a lot of not knowing how the hell we're gonna hit this deadline and uh oh yeah that, the, the kind of good stuff like the high stress kind of workplace stuff that i liked and uh it this hit a couple of those buttons for me but uh if you like this i think that that is uh, a, a must watch if that kind of industry insider stuff is interesting to you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all my take. I like this a lot. This is a good show. It's so cute. All right. Um, I'm going to be short because I brought up a lot of uh, the stuff that I had to say about this in other people's impressions. But um, this this show was great. I mean, it was it was one of the highlights for me in a season. I don't. I'm not somebody who keeps up with anime season to season. I basically go uh, watch something if I see people I respect or like 
talking about it you know like i don't seek out and i don't look at the list of anime coming out every season and go oh I, I, yeah i should definitely watch that i used to do unless that unless i'm it's already reading from the, <laughs> unless i'm already reading the manga for it i do not do yes. that like like um like that's that's pretty much the only situation i'm ever in where i'm like oh shit i gotta watch this is because i've already been reading the manga uh and i don't even do that much anymore um but this was something that i had seen people talking about um on uh on, on twitter people were like hey this is the best this is the best thing of the season like or, or this is really good or something that makes a uh, twitter good and there are lots of things that make twitter bad something that makes twitter good is that they'll show off like hey it's really easy to clip something and put it on twitter to go mm-hmm. like hey i really love this scene or this is so wonderful oh oh my god this is so great there's a scene in episode five of uh them talking to the robot club for the first time um and uh when they're doing that uh Mitsuzaki Mizuzaki says uh I try to do a Hadoken every night before bed <laughs> and um, and uh she's like she's like crying and they're like bonding over this yeah. uh and it's and uh you know one of the robot club guys says me too and, uh, <laughs> all, and like uh all of the uh all the fighting game people I follow were like like you know tweeting that clip all over the place and I'm like this anime looks really good yeah. what is it well that that scene is so good because it's all about unrealistic expectations because right. the robot club is like, I just want to pile a robot and they go through a huge detailed explanation as why that will never happen. Like, <laughs> right. it's not, this doesn't make yeah, sense. Why would it have legs? Yeah. You're why just going to make hat- better tanks. You're not why is the make hatch on ro- the front? Wouldn't that be robot. a huge, uh, like, weak spot? It's like, well, then put the hatch on the back. It's like, then it's a pain in the ass to get in and out. Or it's like, well, what if we put the hatch on the top? It's like, oh, then you need a fucking ladder. It's like all these things. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just like, he's like, I don't care. I want to pilot a robot. And oh, then they I, bond over there. Yeah, like, exactly. Shared like, this will never happen, but it's my yeah. dream. Kind of <laughs> exactly. And that's, was, uh, that was a really good scene. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful scene. Uh, and that there are other things, of course, people doing redraws of the poses from the th- theme song, Easy Breezy, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But um, it's uh, our three main characters, uh, Kanamori, Asakusa, and uh, Mitsuzaki, uh, all like... Take, they take two poses each and then they do like a, a dance where they kind of like like kind of flutter their hands from above their head to down by yeah. their hips while shuffling side to side in silhouette it's bizarre uh, to a catchy it's song great. it's bizarre and it's not super fitting for the show yeah but i love it too much to ever say no to it you know like it's one of those things where it's like uh it's it's up there with um nichijo season one's uh opening where it's like why would i ever skip this what's uh what's yeah. what, what possible reason could i i'm not gonna be this? happier one, one more thing that <laughs> yeah. came back to mind while the op is on uh uh on topic um one of the one of uh, us's previous uh previous works is the film mind game which uh has like an extended really bizarre psychedelic dance sequence so i feel like oh. this is calling calling back to that just a little bit which is very Think fun. Has that. I would we be surprised. Gonna watch it. Yeah, it's it's a really strange fucking movie. The cover looks trippy. Um, so but I yeah, it, it has one sequence it, where they're doing crazy, weird dances like that. So that was mm-hmm. just one thing I kept thinking of when I watched that OP. But yeah, good OP for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like you know, right from the beginning, this this uh, this show got me because it's like you know because of basically like if they just did wide shots with very little animation of just these backgrounds that they've drawn of this this town that whose name that's name i can't remember but like it's it's basically it's like future dilapidated towers it's like venice combined with osaka it's got Mm. all 
like, and I'm not saying that there's nothing in Japan that looks like this because I'm sure there is something that is like similar to this, like by the water kind of. Yeah, Sakusa uh, even mentions style. how she loves how the school is just school is built on top of itself. Yeah, kind of thing. There's a couple <laughs> yeah. um, buildings at Yukon that are like that in the um, oh, yeah. math and science building. It's it, yeah, it's really fascinating. Oh, there are definitely places how like this. This show is like uh, it's it's set in concept art. Like the setting of the show mm-hmm. is yeah, concept art, absolutely. and then the main character draws concept art. It's very it's on yeah. the nose. It's good. <laughs> um, Asakusa just Asakusa describing how she feels when she's watching a really good anime and wanting to create that feeling for other people is the is what actually got me hooked into the show like all these things like that that kind of got me interested and then actually when i'm watching it asakusa going like well when i was there watching uh, future boy conan this is what it would do to me and she was like transported into that world mm-hmm. she'd like feel the breeze on her and just be completely immersed and then later when you get to see what her work is doing to other people there's the kid in the auditorium watching the the schoolgirl fight the tank and then yeah. the, the tank fires and the shell <laughs> yeah. lands next to the kid and he's just looking back and forth at it and it's so perfect it just gives you that feeling and i can remember the first time that i felt that way about anime specifically was spirited away mm-hmm. like there was definitely other things that i liked that were anime but i think either because of a of a bad english dub or horrible commercial breaks or whatever i never quite got sucked in l- before spirited away and that was just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm here. I'm walking over the bridge at night. I'm in the bathhouse. I can feel the steam on me. I want that ramen. It looks delicious. Like all these things, like yeah. I'm just, I'm there. And there's something that is really like childlike and wonder, wonderful about that. There's something special. And uh, to hear that from a, a, you know, an anime character who just wants to draw for themselves and then to have her try and basically give that to her friends to for her to go like, oh, my uh, this is the Isaacin. Of course, this is the film club. Like this is the Isaacin. Mm-hmm. She's naming the little dragonfly plane that she's created that. Mm-hmm. And then Kanamori looks at it and goes like, that's not big enough to fit all of us. And like there's all like she's looking at it. She's looking up at it like she's in the drawing, yes. you know, like it's they're entertaining yeah. her through this. But it's something that I really love. And it shows that shows the way these characters interact with each other, you know, like um, uh, she can draw all the crazy concept art she wants, but people are eventually going to have to move through these backgrounds. And that's where uh, Mitsuzaki comes in. She's like, oh, and they would move like this or, uh, uh, you know, if they were uh, if someone was fighting this tank, they should they would have to run really fast. But they should, you know, they should still be able to dodge or they oh bless you bless they should have a flo- they should have a flowing jacket so we could track their movements and she's holding a machete and like it's like all these all these things that get added on it's just like a fun it's it's just fun to watch all the way through it's fun to watch the end product it's fun to watch them make it it's fun to watch um they um this is the first show to ever do a bit with a bathhouse that hasn't made me that hasn't made my skin crawl uh, yeah, and uh, they uh, they do a bit with the bathhouse, and the bathhouse is very like they're in the rain, so they they stop at the bathhouse on the way home and like uh, change their clothes, and they that starts to give them ideas for like what they're working on in their next piece, and it's just like this big kind of um, big like steamy labyrinth that uh, they get these underwater machinery, and it's all these all these ideas that come from just this like kind of minor situation. And it's just like every everything's great. And I already talked about a little bit Domeki. Domeki's like a sort of a side character, but she's wonderful. She's like a having the sound girl be such a 
an important part to the later section and having yeah, that's it so cool and having the temp track come back different from the way you wanted it as a conflict in the final few episodes is such a it's like we don't have enough time to ask the the person we commissioned for a different track we're going to have to make this audio work with our current animation mm-hmm. and so they need to move things around and in, in, in a way that just really is is fun yeah. I, I can't recommend the show enough. This is a really, really wonderful thing, and it's from this year. You know, it's easy to say like, "Oh yeah, the anime is really good," and you pick things that are only from <laughs> yeah. uh, the year before nineteen ninety. Like it's like it's yeah. it's easy to get caught up in like, "Well, modern anime sucks dick," but like this stuff, the old stuff. Yeah, I only watched Cowboy really Bebop good. and Akira. Uh, yeah, exactly, Cowbop. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I can't believe, um, I don't know if I have much to say about this, but if you liked watching a show about making a show, there's one specific Rocco's Modern Life episode that you absolutely need to watch. Yes, Wacky Deli. Might be a yes, 100%. Wacky Deli has well, some the, of the funniest jokes about making something The ever. new movie is all mm-hmm. about um, bringing back uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, yeah, that's show. right. That one's pretty cool. Um, yep, that's good. That's on uh, Netflix. <laughs> Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie is another one. Another good yeah. about that. Since we talked about that. Uh, uh, check just... out uh, Mad Men and 30 Rock. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think we're since we're sort of leaning into our, uh, uh, if you like this, you're also, you'll also like. Yeah, we haven't done that in a little that's bit. Our, that's our show. We, that's, uh, those are a couple of things about making something. Movies about making something. Uh, movies, shows, cartoons about like making animation. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I shouted it out on my segment, but uh, Shirobako is a must if you like this. Shirobako, Bakuman, Wacky Deli episode of Rocco's Modern Life, Thirty Rock Mad Men, um, and um... yeah, I'm sticking with Mad Men for some reason. Sure, yeah. Check out Mad. If you liked this, check out Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's also, almost the same I think thing. a lot of a lot of Masaki Yusa's other animated works are probably up your alley if you like this. They're all yeah, s- a uh, similar length. They're all one, you know, twelve episodes, one core. Um, Ping um, Pong the animation is my personal favorite. Uh, yeah, Bink was recommended. Nothing Lure like over this, but yeah, uh, yeah. Lure over the, the, over the wall is great. Uh, Titanic gotta, Galaxy watch... and and Kaiba as well. I shouted that out in our first segment. Yep. I gotta watch. Uh, I gotta watch some more U.S. stuff because I've only seen Ping Pong and uh, and Isaacen. Um, but thank you so much, Andrew, for suggesting this. Uh, and if you wanted your own episode, listener, well, why don't you just ask us? I <laughs> yeah, mean, stop fucking you, around. Actually, if you don't ask, talk to we us. probably do. I don't want to talk to you. All you stop gotta, crying all you gotta do yourself is to sleep. All you you can just ask us to do it. And we'll do it. <laughs> I know. Seriously, Jesus. But if you God, wanted to ask, about it. if you wanted to send us an email, you would send it to, uh, I think it's a please don't cast at gmail.com. And that is please don't, don't cast at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you were to send us an email, please blow it might sound, it would sound a blah, little blah. something <laughs> like this. Uh, this one comes to us from Haley, uh, who we brought along oh, in the episode. She says, hey there, IRL friends. You guys should watch a few episodes of Dragon Pilot. Hisone Masutan. You can watch it on Netflix. Also, you should play Outlast for a scary video game in October. Or watch the gameplay on YouTube. I like that. <laughs> uh, I like uh, she gave us the out. I, I know, she gave us the out. I'm not. No. I must Sent say that Haley was sitting next to Thank me you, while she wrote this. <laughs> what did you say, Nick? Sent, Sent for my, my iPhone. Oh, uh, Sent for my iPhone. <laughs> uh, thank you, Haley. Um, yeah, uh, and Cam, the, Cam and Haley did this, of course, while they were sitting next to each other. And uh, while we were watching, keep your hands off Isaac and actually. right. And uh, Cam it already was... responded no with a heart. Uh, so <laughs> no. Uh, on on the show, I will say 
Uh, thank you, Haley, for your suggestions. It's nice to hear from you. Always happy to get uh, a new email. Um, and uh, I have no idea oh, I, what Dragon Pilot is. I have never fucking heard of it. Uh, I do want to say... You know, um, no, but uh, <laughs> Haley almost did this in spite of Dom because Dom has been suggesting that game I sent you guys. I, oh, I already can't remember the name. Uh, the, Oxenfree? Seb, you know it. Oxenfree. Yeah. Dom has been suggesting Oxenfree, Oxenfree to me in person for... For yeah, weeks, and good. I keep saying, send an email. And Haley was sitting next to me, and she was like, oh, I got something better. So she is ahead <laughs> of you, Dom. But we'll, if you send an email that just says so Oxenfree our, in the body, here's then our list maybe right we'll now. do it. Uh, our list right now is uh, we have a very spooky uh, Riverdale coming up next. Uh, Riverdale oh, Season 3, oh, um, where there is a drug called Jingle Jangle. Uh, <laughs> oh, and... fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do so much fucking jingle jangle. <laughs> and people that, are going so. to and uh, I'll jingle uh, Betty, your jingle. Betty of Betty and Veronica fame <laughs> activates her serial killer genes. Oh my god! Uh, oh, she's got the uh, the sharring gun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so there's that stuff. Oh, I'm looking at Dragon Pilot right now, and it actually looks pretty good. Uh, it's like part dragon, part plane, and they ride them around. Huh. Uh, sure. They, they no, they, they they they're cute. They have eyes. The the dragon planes. Um. But yeah, um, there's uh, so we've got Riverdale coming up. We have uh, AEW coming up from our fifty dollar uh, patron Destiny. Oh, deep hey, pockets yeah, over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she... You gotta pay to make us watch wrestling. <laughs> Absolutely, no, we like it. So uh, those things are coming up, and um, then I think we've got plenty of uh, plenty of room yeah, for Dragon please, Pilot, send, send us some more suggestions, or whatever too. else. We yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm thinking we'll probably do another, you know, like when it, once it gets to December, like we got stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously that's a ways off now. We're talking the end of September here, but it's going to come up fast, especially when we have so many ideas for all these different things. Um, mm. And when we will do another guest miss, like we will definitely, if we, if we, if, or yeah, suggest exactly, miss. We, yeah, or suggest miss. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, oh, however wait. we want to do it. That's, that's good. What are we doing? Yeah. Seb, <laughs> why don't we have you do all the names? Um, uh, but uh that's uh that's our show if you wanted to get your own episode you would send it to us uh, uh you would email it to us or you could contact cam specifically at please don't cast on twitter if he remembers to post there or instagram and that's right. um, i have no dms i don't think maybe my dm i think i checked in there open we're also please don't cast on instagram right? shit. speaking of which cam you yes. should post your uh godforsaken 300 episode we that's been yeah, live for three days and th- nobody i've been thinking knows about, about it. it i'm gonna get to it <laughs> Also, uh, uh, if you like our show, uh, toss us a rating or a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think we have yeah. two. The first one. person who does that, <laughs> we could use some more if you guys listen can, and like the show. You can be, uh, you can be on the show. Or yeah, something. Who I don't know. Cares. What do you want? <laughs> we'll send you a, a shirt that we don't make. <laughs> have. Uh, we'll drink some. We'll drink some garbage uh, pumpkin flavored drinks in your honor. Yes. Did we you tell them to pay us fifty dollars on uh, Patreon? That's oh, yes. right. Uh, they could do that at patreon.com slash please don't cast. And that or you could pay us one dollar. It's fine. Or you could pay us one dollar. <laughs> or you could pay us no sure. dollars and just vote on the poll every month. Yeah. Uh, for Pokemon, uh, hazardous materials. Uh, and this week or this month, uh, you Cretans have us playing Bioshock Infinite. I finished the whole and, fucking uh, game for you pieces <laughs> of shit. <laughs> you better so fucking It's going to be a spicy episode. episode so look out for it in your feed. Absolutely. Pretty soon. Um, if you think Bioshock is good, then you're only two-thirds right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, it is frankly embarrassing <laughs> playing through that game. What a uh, statement that that game makes. Uh, um, but we'll get to that in our yeah, look out for uh, hazardous so materials very soon. This could, it could only be considered biting commentary on America if it had no. If you think about it, how it has no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, we've got the hazardous materials coming up. We've got all that stuff coming up. But uh, I seem to remember every October. We do something else, isn't that right, Cam? Don't we? Don't we do some? Yeah, kinda, um, some kind of gimmick. We eat three hundred chicken nuggets. I think. Oh no! Uh, sorry, that was <laughs> September. That was terrifying, though. Oh right, right, right. Oh no! Uh, coming up in October, uh, our name, the name of the show, gets even longer. With that's uh, right, listeners. Where we we uh, do you want to get grown at the name remember. every week? <laughs> Welcome this October to please don't listen to this your soul depends on it hell o scream monster terror sodes of fright three kilogy three oh the, the kilogy is coming we're back. here i we i pitched here. the thrilogy but it's not um an action thriller yeah. it's, a, uh, it's an action it's killer baby people people are going to die yeah. so one of our hosts will be killed <laughs> it's george but, he's already um, dead we have to kill yeah, off the yeah, you have to kill the gays now uh-oh. bury your so, gays mm. that's me so that means that <laughs> okay. we will not only be uh, giving you october themed episodes every week but on top of that you're getting bonus episodes whenever we uh can get off our asses to record them which last year was six times and the previous year was five times oh. so uh, this year will be seven less than that probably oh, we'll i don't know <laughs> we don't uh, have to drive anywhere but I, we do I, have to edit it so we'll see but yeah we're we do our I mean, our core not usually much work. i guess four or five episodes but um we also do um bonus shorter episodes on horror things because um at least nick and i i know alex and seb are also interested in it but we're so obsessed with spooky material and we've confined it into one month and we don't want to wait yeah. uh 11 we've months got some good stuff planned <laughs> so we'll be doing keep an eye out on your face we'll be doing uh, games and comic books and maybe even a real book um mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I don't oh, know. Man. We'll review you, some you, you mentioned comic books. I would love to do a uh, Immortal Hulk check-in update because that's been I'd love it's to been really yeah, really good, good in since we checked in on it last year. Um, and the scariest thing of all will be reading single <laughs> issues. We'll I mean, I, I read the next two um, issues no. after the ones we had to read, so I don't know how much more Nick wants us to read. We'll I'm, see. We'll get to that right, when we so, get, um, we'll get there when we get well, there. What are we doing Mr. next week? Well, next oh, yeah. week I figured we'd go way back. I think we I figured we'd go back to the days of Hitchcock where the scariest possible thing was a bomb under the table or, or someone a bunch walking of in on you in the shower. And that means we are watching 1960s Psycho. And wow. uh, the, the film that uh, everyone has everyone knows about the the twist. Twit, twit, uh, but twit. uh the twist and for yeah everyone knows the musical stick everyone knows the thing but it's seeing it in context is different it's a it, it i watched this last year and it really like held up it was a genuinely good movie and it's uh fun it's easy to find this um, just in hitchcock is good yeah exactly <laughs> he's uh, not hackcock <laughs> i think this might be the oldest thing that we did <laughs> hey i've heard i've heard that before yeah. you know what i mean all right 
Well, um, so that will be our first episode in the Terror Sodes of Fright Kilogy this year. And I wow. hope you look forward to all of it. I now that since we're not all recording together, I don't know how we're going to do treat or defeat or if we'll be able to do that at all. Oh, I think it would Lord. be really funny Individual if one treats. person each episode Yeah. <laughs> one person each episode went out and bought something and they just had to try it themselves and give them a review. Take my word for it. It's <laughs> I think that would be very amusing, but we'll talk about it. We'll anyway. set up smell of vision and taste of vision. We'll get your your <laughs> listeners. If you lick your headphones, you'll be able to taste these Skittles. <laughs> All right. This I think I still have some zombie Skittles. <laughs> your life depends on it. And uh, next week, we will be entering a world of horror with Psycho. You'll never shower. All right, that was... <laughs> 